Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Real Positive Girl podcast with me, Sabrina. This is the show that is going to help you become your best self. Today, we are talking about Are You a Perfectionist? where I dive into a quick backstory of perfectionism in my life, but also helping you have signs to identify if you are struggling with perfectionism, which can be super helpful. So let's go ahead and just jump right in. I can tell you without a shadow of a doubt that I am a perfectionist. There is no question. I don't need to take a test. I, um, if I did take a test, it'll DNA test it come back 110%. You are a perfectionist, Sabrina. It's a problem I have been working on in the last couple of years. That's actually when I actually started working on this problem, but it's definitely something that started in childhood. And I'm sure that a lot of people could relate with this story of how you, when you were a child, it just started to crop up because of, um, you know, your family, your friends, the environment that you're in, the pressures that you felt were on you. Um, it just, it just really sucks, but I do know that it can happen in different, uh, points in your life. I just find that it's super common in childhood. And, you know, when I was a child, I always felt like the expectation for me to be perfect existed growing up with my dad. And I've talked about my dad several times on this show, and we, <laughs> I felt like we had a good relationship um, pockets of time, uh, but generally overall, no, and definitely not now. Um, but it's important for me to share these experiences with you because I'm sure that I'm not alone, and I want to be completely... Uh, transparent, authentic, vulnerable with you guys. So um, I was the little trophy princess daughter that needed to be there as a shiny example of his ability to be a good single dad, you know, and a lot of times it was just all too much for me. It was so, uh, it was so overwhelming because, you know, if I wasn't this like cute, like inviting um, little girl that could help him like manipulate other women and really get people to maybe feel bad for him, maybe like throw pity to him, you know, and convince him to look like a hero because he was raising this little girl on his own. And, you know, it's not to say that he didn't like do a good fatherly thing of deciding to raise me because my mom was unable to. It was just more of the way that he went about it, right? Um, but he was dealing with his own things. You know, he is definitely a narcissist and struggles, was struggling with so many things going on in his life. He just wasn't, um, I don't think he was completely ready to take on the, the entire father role. Um, but you know what? He still raised me. He still got me out of trouble. And I still grew up, um, you know, like unscathed in many ways. But anyway, so I became a perfectionist because people told me I was awesome when I appeared perfect and liked me more that way. It just, it just, it just added up so simply. And it was really tough, um, as I believe it was tough for a ton of people that suffer from perfectionism, the same that I do. And and come of other reasons. There are a ton of other reasons people fall into perfectionism, and it's due to fear of disapproval from others and feelings of inadequacy and insecurities. And like I said, these can definitely develop in childhood, but they can develop a little bit later. It just depends on when you when it hits you and when those experiences start to crop up. Um, you know, but perfectionism, it really boils down to feeling uh this feeling of conditional acceptance. 
conditional acceptance. So it's the opposite of like unconditional acceptance, unconditional love. And I honestly thought even for my father, it was conditional acceptance because if I stepped outside of the bounds that we created um, as for me as a child of being perfect, then it looked bad upon him. And he didn't need that. He didn't want that in his life. That was not part of the plan. Um, so I had to suffer for that. And again, it's a lot of weight. It's always a lot of weight. But yeah, it boils down to this feeling of conditional acceptance. You know, you feel like you are perfect for others. If you are perfect for others, you will be accepted. It's just like one plus one equals two. Um, so today I wanted to share some signs that you might be a perfectionist in case you are struggling understanding if you are or how to help someone else that may be struggling and not know. Just so you know, in the future, there will be an episode where we talk more specifically about perfectionism. Um, I don't know when, but soon, and we'll break it down a little bit more. But right now, I just want to give you some identifying factors for you to help you identify something you may not realize you're struggling with or help someone else, you know? So today I have seven signs to go over with you. So the first one that I want to talk about is small mistakes feel like huge failures. When you're a perfectionist, you definitely want everything to be in line. You want everything to work out. And so if you have managed to make everything perfect and no mistakes, and then you have some small mistakes crop up, it does feel like a huge failure because you feel like, wow, I could have at least taken care of these small mistakes, right? I could have at least managed these. Why weren't these managed? Why weren't these taken care of? How did these like get out of my sight? And so it feels like a real big failure because it's something that seems so minuscule that it shouldn't have even been like an issue. So that's one of the reasons that um, it feels so huge and how you can identify that you are a perfectionist if these little things are kind of driving you up the wall. The second one is constructive criticism feels hurtful, not helpful. And I do struggle with this. I try to tell myself every single time when I am receiving constructive criticism just to be strong. And I've definitely gotten way better over the years, but even still, there's a small part inside of me when someone is giving me criticism and it is constructive and it's nice and it's laid out the way that it needs to be. There's still something inside of me that breaks in half and I feel like I just want to cry and I want to bury my face in a pillow and scream and be super upset with myself and get so down on myself. And that is definitely a really big sign of a perfectionist because you want everything to be perfect. You want, you want to do your best every single time and you want that to be validated that you don't even really need constructive criticism because, because if you didn't, if you don't get criticism, then you know that you did the absolute best, right? Uh, the third one is you see flaws in everything you do. You know, um, maybe it's you or maybe it's someone you know, but you just pick apart everything. You just poke holes in everything you're doing, even if other people are giving you praise and accolades and telling you that you're doing such a fantastic job and you are killing it. You're like, yeah, great things. You know, if only I had done this better, if only I had worked a little harder, if only I had stayed up this little bit longer last night and worked on this, or you'll be like, well, you know, next time I'll be able to do this and it'll be even better, right? You're continuing to stack on all of these things that could have supposedly made it better when, you know, you're already doing a super job and other people are recognizing that, but you're like, no, there's still a whole bunch of flaws here. 
Uh, so the fourth one is you avoid activities when you know you won't be the best. This is like one of my key um, things for me that a lot of people might not realize is a sign of perfectionism because you you are a perfectionist and you want everything to be perfect. So why would you ruin your track record by stepping outside of your comfort zone and your bounds and do something that you know you just don't think that you're going to excel at the first time or any time or you already know that you're not good at it and you're like strictly avoiding that because it's just not going to work out and you can't take the pain and the anguish and the disappointment that might come from others and you know, a lot from yourself from not doing that as well as someone else or the best that you could or just the best in general. So I, this is definitely something that (laughs) I struggle with. I like to avoid activities where I know I won't do really well because I like to shine. I like to do my best. Um, I, like I said, I have been getting better at that, but yeah, it's, it it is such, and you know, you might think someone that just like, no, I'm good. You know, they try to play it off. Oh, cool. But really it's just like, no, it's that fear of like, I cannot have anything in me exposed as not being as perfect as I am. Uh, the fifth one is you can't enjoy the journey because you're focused on the outcome. I definitely have a problem with this. I also think it's a mindset and a perspective issue because you're so focused on whether this journey or this goal or whatever it is you're doing is going to turn out as you planned, as you hoped, as you wanted, um, but you can't enjoy the ups and downs and you know the time in between of continuing to work and do do your best job and really enjoy growing and changing and whatever it is, whether it's a business or just a goal that you're trying to attain or you're going to school, um, or even if it's just like dating, like even if it's just a relationship of dating someone, but you're so focused on, you know, getting engaged or getting married that, and I feel like this is common for people that are engaged, like you get engaged and you're so concerned about getting married that you can't even enjoy the time where you're just engaged and you're even getting to know each other even more and making plans together for the rest of your life. Um, and it's, it's sad really, right? Cause you're just trying to, you know, rush everything by and just focus on that outcome. But then you think that you'll feel better once you hit that outcome. But then what happens is, is you find another thing and then another thing. And it continues in the cycle where you're never really enjoying the moment. You're so focused on the, the future and attaining that next goal, but you're not really enjoying yourself getting to that goal. So that can be another indicator of you being a perfectionist. Uh, the sixth one is you obsess over mistakes. You know, I talk a lot about mistakes and failures here, and I talk about how you should embrace them and love them and understand that they are gifts from God and the opportunity to learn more about yourself, about the situation and the experience that you're going through. Um, You should be grateful for mistakes and failures because they teach you so much. It's perfect learning lessons. However, there wasn't a time where I always felt this way uh, because... I was really a struggling perfectionist. I was, I would obsess over every single little mistake, even if it's like I was in grade school and you know, when you have to like read out loud and I would fumble over the word, but I was able to fix it real quick and continue on. I would be like thinking in the back of my mind while still continuing to read out loud. Oh my gosh, they're going to make fun of me. Oh my gosh. What does the teacher think of me? Does she think I'm like dumb? Does she think I don't know how to read? You know, is how is this going to reflect on me? 
Um, or sometimes I will, I have said something in like a group of friends and I've misspoke in something or I've said something that's wrong. And, you know, people are generally nice, especially your friends, to brush it off and be like, oh, no, no. And I'll just be like, oh, no, I'm sorry. But I'll just continue to be thinking like, oh my gosh, what are they going to think about me? I can't believe I said the wrong thing. How could I have said the wrong thing? I spent so much time, you know, thinking over the statement that I was going to say out loud. Um, <laughs> there is so much work that goes into wanting to be and, as, um, you know, a desire to be perfect. And when you make those mistakes, you obsess over it. You really come down on yourself. You really make sure that you don't do it again right? Even though you're going to do it again. Everyone makes mistakes and failures. It's part of life. But you're really pushing yourself and chastising yourself to be like, this cannot happen again. And uh, so if you do find yourself obsessing over mistakes, you could be a perfectionist. So the last one and the seventh one I want to share with you today is you're weighed down by fear of not being good enough. And whether you believe this fear originated because of something someone else has said to you, or it's something that you've created in your own mind because of experiences that uh, have driven you to become a perfectionist of maybe people in your life having those expectations for yourself or, you know, or someone putting the fear of like disappointing them or saying that they, that you disappointed them. And so now it's this continuous like push for you not to disappoint anyone because everyone loves you more when you don't, right? Common beliefs, um, negative, not great beliefs, unhealthy beliefs, but it's a common belief. Um, so yeah, so you feel weighed down by the fear of not being good enough because you're continually trying to be the best, the ultimate best, and not just like your best self the way the way that I talk about here on often, but I'm talking about like the best of the best of the best, the, the cream of the crop, the creme de la creme, the top all the time and not ever giving yourself a break, not ever just taking a breath and uh, letting yourself stumble and fall. And so if you feel like you are weighed down by the fear of not being good enough and not being good enough in the eyes of people that even do love you so much, like maybe your partner and your spouse and your kids and your your family and, you know, even God. Um, there was definitely a time in my life where I, you know, and sometimes even now I, I do struggle with feeling like I'm not good enough for God, but I know in my heart that I am, but in my mind, it says something different. And I feel like that can be true of God or even the people in our life where we feel like in our heart, no, 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 we're good, we're good. But then our mind is telling you, no, you're wrong. You're not good enough. You need to keep working. You need to keep like keep stacking on all the accolades. You need to keep continually trying to be better than the next person. And it can just get such like this tunnel mindset of you have to always be the best. You have to always be perfect. You have to continue on this path. And if you don't, then you will be an ultimate failure and no one will love you and no one will like you and you will be all alone, which is not true. It's not true. I know it's hard to get over. You know what really helped me? Reading some books and going to therapy. Um, and I think I'm going to start sharing more books that have helped me, you know, with this issue. I don't necessarily have a rec for you right now, but um, yeah, definitely reading some good self-help books that weren't like too floofy and full of it. And then, you know, therapy, therapy is like my best friend <laughs> and it's so helpful and it get has gotten me through so many things in my life and 
help me become a stronger, more stable person. And I recommend that for everyone. But yeah, so if you feel like you're struggling with any of these things, um, you could possibly be a perfectionist. I would definitely like evaluate these things, do some more research, talk to a therapist, figure that out. Um, and if you do, and if you know you're you're a perfectionist, and this is just really like you know, the, the nail in the coffin, like the final straw of like, yep, this is all resonating, then I do encourage you to really take a step back, widen your perspective and understand that you can um, come from under this struggle. You can become better and you can loosen your grip on the need to be a perfectionist, at least coming from me um, that has done that and also so many others. So, well, that's all I have to say today about this episode talking about, are you a perfectionist? Just a reminder that if you're having a hard day, you're feeling stressed and overwhelmed and you feel like you just want to draw a line in the sand and make the decision to leave that part of your day behind and move forward, you can try the five-minute reset, which is um, where you take at least five minutes to be by yourself, where you reset, reboot, restart your day right then and there. You can take a break from any issues or burdens that are dragging you down. You can come up with um, resolutions for problems and issues you're dealing with alone or that include others. I always encourage everyone to come up with a list of at least four things you're grateful for, big, small, or medium-sized. And then last but not least, make sure that you're feeling at least neutral, if not positive, about the rest of your day because hopefully you will review your gratitude list um, and whatever's on it, even if it's just you're grateful you watered your plants and uh, found your shoes that you had lost. Um, And just really reflect on the positives and the blessings that are happening in your life despite what the negative things are going on without diminishing those negative things, but not focusing heartily on those, that you will just be able to be in a more positive mindset and know that by doing so, it'll help you get through those really hard times. So thank you so much for listening to the Real Positive Girl Podcast. Again, with me, Sabrina. Check the show notes below. Where to find me on Instagram, which is at Sabrina Joy Perozo. Come chat with me on Clubhouse. If you have an iPhone and you have been invited to that app, I am at Sabrina J. Perozo. I'd love to talk to you about whatever. Come find me. Um, or you can send me an email at realpositivegirlpodcast at gmail.com with any questions, comments, concerns, prayer requests, feedback, topics, suggestions, or just to say hey, hi, and hello to me. Or last but not least, visit my website, sabrinajoy.com for all of these things and more. So until next time, have a good one and I'll see you next time. Bye guys.